welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I am your host. On today's episode, we're talking about the question, are you letting your real personality out? So one thing I found in this pandemic talking to many people is that there is a disconnect between the person that you think you are on the inside and the life you're living on the outside. So we're going to tease out a couple of those um, things like what is a personality, right? Um, What happens when you have that mismatch? And then um, we're going to talk about what makes you try to fit into roles that aren't suited for you. Okay, I'll explain what negative feedback is, and then I'll give you three really quick tips at the end about ways that you can um, make sure that you're aligning your insides and your outsides, okay? You are going to want to take notes for this one, so grab a pen and paper and meet us here. Awesome. All right, so... Let's talk about, are you letting your real personality out or not? Okay. So the reason why I'm talking about that today is because I've noticed an uptick in my coaching clients and potential clients coming to me the last few weeks. Um, I think the pandemic has really just shaken everybody up, right? And they're, they're doing some internal kind of examining their self and figuring out, you know, am I in the right place? And do I want to do something different with my life? And I think that's a really good thing. And the one thing I hear over and over and over again is that there's a mismatch between uh, the person that they feel like they are on the inside and somebody that they would like to be on the outside. Okay. So, um, for example, um, Several people have come and said, you know, I I have this dream, I have this desire, but this is the job that pays money, right? And so I want to talk to you today about how can you ensure that you are the person the same on the inside as you are creating the world on the outside, okay? So first of all, let me back up and just say this, that, you know, a baby when they're born, (laughs) Think about a brand new baby, right? And think about the love that surrounds that baby, right? You've got family, you've got, you know, maybe some family friends. Um, You you take a little baby out into the grocery store, not in the pandemic, but before, you know, Um, you take a baby into the store. I remember when I would take my my little ones to the store, uh, always, I would always get some of these little old ladies that would come up and just love on my kids, right? And so there's uh, this notion that when there's a little tiny baby that we just love them, don't we? Why? You know, think about that. A baby doesn't have any ability to do anything, right? They don't know anything. They don't have anything to give to this world, right? But they're just love for who they are, aren't they? So where in the world do we start judging ourselves and each other based on what we do know and have? You know, that that's something that, that we really need to think about because um, oftentimes I find that, you know, your, your personality is something that you might try to hide. And that's what we're really talking about today. How can you bring out your real self, okay? So let me talk for uh, just a brief moment about what in the world is personality. 
Well, it is, um, it's released from within, right? So you are given a personality at birth. Actually, not even at birth, it's before then. I can distinctly remember uh, my children's personalities. Uh, I have three kids and they're all very different. And if I look back on my pregnancies, I can see markers of their personality uh, throughout that, that time. So you are conceived with a personality, okay? So it's inside you, it's unique, it's individual, right? Um, one of the things I often do is is uh, a disc training. So those of you who've seen me in person, you've uh, probably gone through that training with me. And disc doesn't necessarily stand for anything other than um, it is a personality style um, training. So you can go Google disc and you'll find a ton of information out there. If you want to know more, absolutely let me know because I can I can help you with that. But the one thing that we know about DISC, so in essence, there's four different personalities, D, I, S, and C. I'm not going to go into that right now. Actually, we've done a ton of um, podcast episodes, so you can kind of search for those and, and get some information. But the, the essence is to figure out who you are, right? And not just one of those, but what's your profile, right? And understanding that you're not weird because you act a certain way or because you talk a certain way, you're wired that way. And also realizing the same for your neighbor, right? They're not weird, they're just wired differently. And so one of the things I find, um, you know, when we're working with coaching clients, trying to help them go to whatever the next step is for them, um, there, there's two people as I was preparing this talk today that really came to mind. I'm not going to say their names because I haven't asked permission, but um, there is an S style person. So S's are um, supportive. They're a little on the shy side. Um, they're great team members. They're very uh, reserved, but people oriented. So they, they love to help other people grow. They're great encouragers, excellent listeners. Um, they just want peace and harmony. So they have trouble with change, right? And this S style person is in um, an engineering role. So uh, engineering roles are really prevalent with C-type personalities. So those are the people who are very cautious, cognitive thinkers, um, research data, you know, rules and procedures and, and making sure everything is right, okay? And so this person has a different personality than the role that they're in. And there's a lot of disconnect there, right? And so we're trying to get him to really um, understand more about himself, understand what what can you do, whether it be in this position, because there are things he can do in, in his current position that honor the S inside him, right? So he doesn't have to quit his job, um, but we can design things a little bit differently so he can be the person he really is within that role, okay? Now, I, I have a, another dear friend of mine, um, a, a very D-type individual, and Ds are driven and determined. They love to get stuff done. Um, they're very outgoing. They're very task-oriented, so they tend to be a little on the bossy side, maybe, um, and Ds are excellent at literally getting anything done or driving a team to get stuff done, okay? So there's huge benefits for being a D, 
However, um, this person is, has been put into a position that is more of a coaching position, okay? So when you are a coach, you're, you come into a situation and you um, ask a bunch of questions so that the person you're working with can come to an understanding and then make a change, okay? You have to have a lot of patience. You can't be the mentor that comes in and tells them what to do, okay? You've gotta let them kind of figure it out on their own. So the D-type personality, this, this girl, she's amazing, she really is. However, the coaching role might not be the best for her, okay? So she's having, having a disconnect, and now because of the pandemic, she's having the ability to think about, well, what do I wanna do and how do I wanna do that? Okay, so what makes us try to fit into roles that are not for us? Okay, well, one thing I think about is this idea of negative feedback. Okay, so let's say you're doing something and somebody gives you feedback and says, hey, man, you know that that's not necessarily working out for you. Right. Um, currently, I'm, I'm working on finishing my my PhD. And I got to tell you, every single day, I'm getting some sort of negative feedback, right? Uh, hey, you missed a comma here. Hey, your spacing's off there, right? Annoying, but it's getting me to my goal, okay? So the real purpose of negative feedback is not to kind of put you under somebody's thumb or, or um, you know, I guess guilt or shame or punish you. The real purpose of negative feedback is to give you information so you can make a course correction, right? So you can change something, so you can do better. But most people, they look at negative feedback as um, a fear of criticism, right? And, and they stop moving forward. And they interpret what that other person says, not as this is how you can do it to move forward, but they look at it as, oh, I got to stop what I'm doing, or I've got to go over here, right? So for example, the, the S-type engineer, um, he ended up in that position because his mother told him he should be an engineer, right? The D-type coach ended up in that position because the, uh, her boss said, you will do this. And she didn't know enough about herself to speak up and say, that's not good for me and it's not good for my people. Okay. So what is calling out to you? Are you in alignment? You're inside and outside person. So briefly for me, you know, I used to be a classroom teacher um, and, and it was okay. I, I didn't have a problem doing that. I loved doing that. Um, and then when I became a school administrator, that was better. Uh, I loved that much more than being in a classroom because I got to support so many more people. And in my current role as, as the owner and operator of Grow by One, um, I get to do a lot of speaking and training and coaching and teaching and, you know, being here with you. This right now is my sweet spot. Okay, because my inside person can really grow to meet my outward conditions. Now, is this what I'm going to be doing in 10 years? I have no idea, right? I have no idea. But we can readjust our current vision until the real you comes out. Okay, and, and then just stay the course. So keep making those readjustments as you go on. So what can you do if you feel like your inside personality doesn't match your outside conditions? So there's three really quick things that I can think of. Number one is to know yourself, right? So somehow you have got to get to know yourself better. 
Um, some great personality or skills tests, I think, that are, are good. Uh, of course, DISC is, is amazing. Um, if you let me know that if you want to do that, um, I actually have a report that will print out quite a bit for you where you can know yourself. Um, the Enneagram has become more popular. I like it, although I don't feel like it tells you a whole lot. And, and you got to kind of sort and sift through it. Um, it's kind of like Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs is great. It tells you some great stuff, but if you can't remember it, then it's not going to be all that helpful. Okay. Um, one that I found that was huge for me when I was first starting out was the, um, strengths finder test. So go Google that. Um, and, and you can take a test online and it'll give you your top strengths. And if you can take your five top strengths and design your life around those, Ooh, man, you will start to gain traction in your life. And another one that's very similar, that's kind of a spinoff on the StrengthsFinder one, is called the Standout Assessment. Um, it, it's like a 10,000-foot view. So if you think of StrengthsFinder as your top five, this goes above and beyond that. I remember when I took my Standout Assessment and it told me that my ideal job was to... Uh, find something where I could study a lot and put together different ideas and, and share some inspirational thoughts and do it from a stage and the bigger, the better. Okay. And I was like, Oh my gosh, they're talking about me. Right. So, so know yourself, do something where you get to know yourself a little bit more. Okay. And then the second one is to really think about now that you know about yourself, what is a dream that, that you have or a desire or just start imagining what might that look like, okay? Just spend space sitting there and thinking about it. Something will come to you, I promise. And then the third thing is really just asking yourself, what's my next step, okay? What's my next step? Do I need to talk to somebody about you know, adjusting things in my life? Um, do I need to explore other employment opportunities? Um, for those of you who are listening that are young, that aren't quite out into the world yet doing your thing, I would highly recommend that you go through this process of knowing yourself and then dreaming and imagining before you enter into the workforce, okay? It is more important that your inside person has the ability to come out in what you do than it is making money. Because one thing I know is that as I go along in my life and, and I get to the point where I'm, I'm literally aligning that vision again, um, my insight is coming out more and more and more. Um, the money just seems to find me. Okay. So do what, what lights you up, what gives you passion. All right, so a couple different things as we're transitioning out here. Obviously, I, I just mentioned DISC. If you would like um, an opportunity to take that assessment, let me know. Um, another opportunity, right now we are uh, hosting a, a class. It's a Think and Grow Rich 2020 class. So we're going to do do it again at some point in the, in the future. But right now we are having an amazing time just growing together and really talking through a lot of these um, issues. Last night, we just had a, a, a Zoom and we talked about um, your desire, your purpose, your vision. How do you play all of that out and make sure that you're living your life and not the life that somebody else is trying to make you live? Okay. So if you would like more information about that, for sure, let me know. Uh, I'll leave my information in the comments and you can, you can let me know.
Okay. Awesome. I hope this was helpful to you today. I uh, hope, hope it got you thinking. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day, and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.